don't we? Okay, well, I just wanted to just, you know, we live in that world. We understand, you know, things get out, out of balance. Um, but is anyone feeling a little overwhelmed at this season and time of your life? Are you, you have more on your plate? You have more month than you do money right now? Are you debating in line whether you should use your credit card or buy less? Um, are, are you being convicted in what you're spending? spending? Um, all these family gatherings and all these emotions going on, and your kids are out of school, and what are you going to do with them for 24 hours a day, and Christmas decorations and stocking stuffers and all these things that we have going on right now. And really the last thing um, that Aaron, Eric talked about last week is the very thing that you're going to be able to change and know where to start is what is stressing you the most. And so it's interesting because um, I hope that I can give you a little bit of um, hope to alleviate some stress in your life and give you kind of a, a plan. A few months ago, Tina Lenz and I were having a little small talk back there in the sanctuary, and she asked me how I was doing. And I simply replied to her, I said, well, I'm in the season of seeking the Lord about balance and lowering my stress level. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I said, yeah, God's been speaking to me about um, Moses and how, how his uh, father-in-law came to him, Jethro, and, said, and Jethro said to Moses, dude, you're going to need to delegate. You're going to need to call on the men that you trust, you know can do the job, and you're going to need to give some of your job away or you're going to burn out and all your people are going to fail. And they, I mean, every day I would wake up with this, every day, and I'm just like, I know that story, and I feel like I'm delegating. <laughs> and so I had to do a little soul searching, and, and so Tina is like, I have the perfect CD for you. So she gives it to me. And I listen to it, and it's one of those moments in your life, you, it, some people call it a paradigm shift, I call it an aha moment, where the light bulb goes off, things change, you know exactly what you're wearing at the moment, you, under, you just know something's going to change, you know. And so I, after I listen to the CD, I'm like, that's it, administration. I have some administration problems, <laughs> and so let's, I got to sit down and think about this and, and figure it out. And um, so I started to, I sat down. Uh, I was actually in my car when I listened to the CD, and um, I just stopped where I was at and got my journal out as I keep it in my purse, and I just asked the Lord, what is stressing me so bad? I mean, if you did look at my life, you would be like, okay, yeah, I can see what possibly could be stressing you, but it was overboard. It was more than normal, and so I was like, what's happened, you know, that's made me even more stressed out, and so I just started just quiet, you know, before the Lord. And um, he, as you know, um, well, we bought a house in July. We bought a business in Ju literally July 1st. We bought a house, and July 1st we bought a business. And I didn't really plan it like that, but it just came about because that's the way God was moving it, moving both things at the same time. And so um, there was more on our plate. And so delegation was obviously something that I had to master. I was no longer a stay-at-home mom. I had a business I was running, and then also um, – taking care of my family, and I have four children, so that's a business inside itself, so, um, and it really is, I'll tell you moms, like, kudos and hats off to you, because it really is, you're managing money, you're managing food, you're managing hearts, you're managing emotions, you're, I mean, it's a lot, so, and now I'm running two businesses, and I'm, and I'm like, okay, life can't happen the same way, 
anymore. So we have to do a little, little bit different. And so Eric, you know, preached on the CD and I was like, oh my goodness, this is where our church is right now. But we need to learn as a church as well to figure out and stop and ask because a lot of times we don't stop and ask and, and listen because we're way too busy and we're caught up. So I thought he was going to give me these strategies for, you know, business life and all this stuff. So I sit down and, and he's like, he gave me two things. And it kind of shocked me and he said, the first thing is your hat, what's stressing you, because sometimes you don't know what the root of some of that is until you ask. And so the first thing he said to me is he said, the organization of your home. And number two was that my home wasn't decorated, which is weird when you look at, I mean, I've got accounting and bookkeeping and all these other things that I've got, you know, going on and talking. About and so I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you that these are the things that are, really that are bothering me. So, uh, and it was because what happened was, is we moved in to our house in July. I got the things together that w were for our daily living, but I didn't, I couldn't do this stuff over here, so I just left everything in boxes. Well, it really was bothering me because I like an organized home. I like to know, you know, everything is, and, and it just, it just, it makes me function better. It clears out mental space. Can, can you say amen to that? Okay. It just does. And so I knew this was the first step of what I have way down there. And what I have way down there, and I know it, is that we have five salons and that we have a lot to do and there's a lot of vision that's happening. But if we can't manage this little thing, we can't do that vision way down there. And so I, you have to stop and go, how do I get down there? How do I learn what I need to learn right now? And what disciplines do I need to get into place? But you have to know that vision. Because it's the vision that gets you up in the morning. It's the vision that makes you do things you don't want to do. It's the vision that keeps you on track. If you don't know that vision, then you might want to start there. Because you'll still sleep in in the morning. You'll still, it'll still be hard and, and all that. But just pray about that vision if you don't have it. You really need to start there. So anyways, so this was the small thing. And, um, you know, I was surprised about these two things. I was like, trust in you, Lord. We're going to go with it. So, um... What I did was Kyle and I spent four hours in the basement going through stuff. And so we, first off, we, we had a great time just talking and reminiscing, going through things. We, we did that. So that was the first part of my plan, just get started. And then the second part of my plan was find someone who's mastered this, find someone who is a hard worker, and, um, yeah, basically you need to get help. So who do I call? Michelle Hughes. She's my hero. She, Michelle Preble has done this in my life, too. They, they are pretty much the same giftings. Um, they're servants, they're hard workers, and they don't mess around, okay? You need those people in your life when you start to want to change something. And what you have to do is you have to trust God told me this. Michelle Preble didn't come to my home and say, your house is a wreck, you know? It wasn't her who told me. It was God who told me. So don't get offended if they come to your house and make suggestions that would make your home run better. So Michelle Hughes comes over, and we spend four hours going through stuff, and I'm like, ah. Now, if I had not had her over, it would have taken 18 hours. I know it would have, because I talk a lot, as you know, and Michelle Hughes is like, we can talk and do this at the same time. And I was like, you're sweet. You're telling me to be quiet, talk less, and work more. And so, and we did, and she did great. Now, I tell you this, because I think this is a problem in the church. I paid her because I felt like it was a good investment for her, for, for me to help her. 
Plus, I, I think that you don't have to do that always. I bartered with Michelle Preble for years on this stuff. I just don't want money or an excuse to come in that says, I don't have the money to do that, or I don't have the time to do that, or whatever. Barter. Or, or bless. Serve. We could have worked out something like I could have cooked her meals for 10 days or something. We would figure out something. Barter something. You do have a skill that someone else doesn't possess that y'all can trade. Okay? That's how the marketplace started. In the, you understand that? Bartering was the first thing that we did. So, yeah, there was no money. You can still do it, so don't make excuses for you don't have the money to do it or whatever. Okay, is that gone out of your head? Okay, good. And so, um, let's see. So, I was feeling better because we were having our salon Christmas party at our house, which gave me a what? An incentive and a deadline. It gave me a deadline. Everybody needs a deadline. Now, Scott Cash got done more in two weeks than I've ever seen the man get done in a year. I was like, whoa, my husband's awesome. He's always awesome. He builds great things. But he had a deadline. And so set a deadline. A deadline will always get you there faster. And so you'll, you'll cut out things that are frivolous, and you'll, and you'll get right to the goal. So got to set a deadline. So we did that, and the Christmas party went great. And my home is lovely. It's decorated. <laughs> and so, and that means a lot to me, and it may not mean a lot to you guys, but it's our sanctuary. It's our safe place. It's where we have family time. It's, we spend a lot of time at home. If we're not out doing our thing, we spend a lot of time at home. And so it's important that I have those things um, in place. Plus, it gives me a brain and creativity to do other things. And that's what this is all about. If you get these things in order, you will actually have more creative energy, and you'll, you'll be able to um, go ahead and, and do the things God's created you to do. You will not have creative business plans and creative solutions to your problems if you're overwhelmed and stressed out. Okay? So I started this stressed out journey, getting rid of stress with Susan Julian three years ago with my health first. So it, it's, it's something that the enemy uses. I know it is. Okay, so he's not going to use it on us because we're going to be smart. So um, in, in the midst of working out my stress ball list um, and my ad new administrative solutions, my husband comes to me, and I know all of you can relate to this as wives who are submissive to the husband who runs the finances. He says, uh, our eating out budget is outrageous. And I was like, are you kidding me that you're going to throw this on me? It's Christmas. It's December. I, I have too much to manage. I kind of pouted for a minute because what that meant to me is what? Who? I have to cook more. And I cook a lot anyway because I have a lot of mouths to feed. And so I'm like, all right, I know. We'll, we'll, we'll do this. So we ended up, because this is kind of, I'm a little bit of an extremist so I can get my point across, I declared over my family it's a no out, no eat out December. So I, it came, it, it worked. And so it, the reason I did that though was because I needed everybody to be on board. I can't do um, that by myself. And so I, I all of a sudden, and Scott goes, I'll help you cook. Because I was like, you know, that means I, I'm going to cook more. So, you know, if I'm doing more of that, then I'm going to be doing less of this over here. And so he's like, I'll help you. And so basically, 
what I did was uh, Sunday morning, which was ironic because it was the same Sunday that you, it was last Sunday that you preached this message. I was like, I have getting this in place. And so if you will show me one of those pictures on there, it's my handwriting. I want to tell you this is how simple your administration can be. This is how it happened. This was Sunday morning for me at about 7 o'clock at my table when I am praying and I'm saying, Lord, I'm not cooking every day, but i got to have a plan. So I write this out. This is dinner schedules. Sign up for one day, it says, in a happy face because everybody's going to be happy about it. Monday through Sunday on that side, in the middle is what are you going to cook and clean up because I'm not cleaning it up if you're going to cook it because when I cook it, I usually clean it up. Now, my kids do help in the kitchen, I will tell you. They do dishes, and they do things like that. So, And so mine, I was Monday. I knew what I was doing. And Tuesday is Scott, and then Caleb got roped into there, and then our dog Maddie got roped into there too because Caleb wanted Maddie to help. I don't know how that will work, but whatever. And then Wednesday, Kyla and Austin took Wednesday. Austin is Kyla's boyfriend, and he eats at our house. And so if you eat at our house, you help at our house. And I'm sorry that may seem mean, but he did a great job, and they did breakfast, and it was wonderful. And um, then Thursday, and Austin calls Grant Grant Grante, so that's what happened there. And Sam and Patty's, and Saturday, Scott got out of it because we had a Christmas party, and we catered at Qdoba, and Sunday me. So there you go. And at the end, little rules. No complaining about anyone's food. It drives me crazy. When that, and it's just a stressor for me. You can relate. You cook. Everybody says, I didn't want chicken. Well, too bad. No, I'm kidding. So I, I said no complaining, and if you do complain, I added to this list. If you do complain, you're the one that actually gets to wash the dishes and clean up after the people that cooked. So, and then there's all the cleaning. So you can take that off. But that's my strategy because I needed it to just be on paper. And it worked out actually quite nicely. Um, we had a lot of leftovers, so I didn't have to cook on Thursday, which is sweet because our family does eat leftovers. Some of your family doesn't. And so that was just a system, and it really worked because I had the menu. So on Sunday night, I did click list at Kroger, and it was ready by the next day. Austin and Kyla picked it up. It is wonderful to have a driver. I'm like, I was a little freaked out about the boyfriend thing, but I'm like, you do drive, which is kind of nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we've had lots of talks with him, and his number one thing is keep our daughter pure, and he knows that. And he is doing a great job, and I am super proud of that. And anyways, and he's gotten baptized, he's growing in the Lord, it's super exciting. But he has a license, and that's great. So he, I'm like, how about you go get the click list, I'll give you gas money. And he did, and then he came home, and they put it all away. I was out shopping for Christmas, because I hadn't had a chance to do that yet. I come home, and there's groceries in the kitchen. I'm like, what just happened, my world? Okay, so I had brain space. I could finish my list while they were doing this other thing. Okay. So that was glorious, and it worked out, and it's going to continue to work out. This is every Sunday thing, and I do click list on Sunday. It, usually we try to use what's in the kitchen too, but that's another, another thing. Um, so, so that's the th one of the things that we impl implemented. I know health is a big, huge thing for people too, and accountability is just the number one thing when it comes to that, and I know we all hate that word, but you can use help if you need help. Um, you do need help. We all need help. We're not mastered in any of these areas. So, um, so as, as the Lord started to show me these things, it started to make sense to me. Because he's like, you need to get your home front ready first. 
your home front has to be ready first. And that's biblical, guys. It's in sec- it's in First Timothy 3. It talks about the elders. It talks about anybody that's in leadership. You have to get that home front ready for when more comes. That's not going to fall apart. And I'm teaching life skills to my children. You know, they're learning how to ki- cook and they're learning how to do life. And so when you get your home front ready, there can be more that can added, be added to your schedule. So... Um, it was obvious to me that when I had stayed home for seven years that new new administration needed to come. And I'm sure you might be there. Maybe your life has changed. Seasons have changed. You need new administration. And if you don't even know where to start, well, get your pens and paper out right now because I'm going to give you a game plan because it is important to just, we're all quiet right now, so we'll just stop and we'll just do it right now. Does that sound like a plan? Okay. So yes, we're going we're gonna to make a plan. Um very important when you do this though that you are involving the Lord because right now when you look at your life there's a lot of stresses probably and things that you're not measuring up to and I'm not enough and I didn't in all this stuff he will point out a couple areas he will I promise you just trust him and ask him so we're going to do that and when you figure that out then I'm going to tell you your next step does that sound like a plan So I'm going to give you just a little bit of time, um, and I want you to ask the Lord specifically. First off is, okay, just specifically, what is stressing you? Just ask the Lord, what what is stressing you? What's slowing you down? What's the problem? You're stressed out with your kids. Do they not mind? Can you not know how to discipline? Um, What's going on? Like, is it your business? You have no mind space at all to be creative. Well, you're working too much in the business. Get out of the route. Ready? Go. And I'm going to be quiet so you can really write it down. I, I need you to write it down. Okay, your timer's up. You got one minute. Did that feel like a lot more than a minute? did, didn't it? Hopefully it doesn't take time, too much time. Now I want you to probably do a little bit more in time with the Lord on it. But maybe one thing just came. I'm believing that one thing came to your mind. So take that one thing. And there's another little picture up there if you want to put it on this slideshow. It kind of gives you just a little, it was just a reminder for me. It's just five things. One, get alone with God. You cannot do this by yourself. Get alone with him. He's going to tell you what, what's your first thing to focus on. And you're going to ask what we did just now. What's stressing you? The third thing is you're going to ask for help. Can't do this by yourself. And it was very tempting to me. I can handle this. I can do this. I can do this thing by myself. No, I, I couldn't have got it done at the time that I needed to do it. So ask for help. Don't be ashamed for whatever it is that you need help with because everyone needs help in an area. Exercise has always been challenging to me to put into my life. However, I mean, I have a nutrition degree. I know how important exercise is. It's just been challenging for me. Everybody has their challenges. Well, I have five people, and three of them are sitting in this room, that text me if they don't see me in the gym. Karen Haler, somebody, you want to get on your side when you want an exercise routine. It's not hard for the woman to get to the gym. We heard this. Ask her. She'll help you. I have a couple other people who it's just not hard for them. It's It's not hard for them. It is hard for me. So... And that was also a remedy to my stress level because we know what exercise does for us. So, And then, so we ask for help. 
We have to make a plan and get into action. The reason I put help before action for plan and action is because sometimes you need help with the plan and action. You you sometimes if you don't have the skill and you're not wired like an administrator, I can plan all day long. I'm an excellent planner. I can administrate a lot of things. My action is what's harder for me. So I have to get that where somebody's going to ask me, how did that go? How did you do that? What? So that's the accountability part and asking for help. But sometimes we don't have that skill. And I will say, we're a church of a lot of right-brainers. We're very creative. We don't like a lot of structure sometimes. Not all of us. I'm just saying some. If you fall in that category, I run a business of complete right-brainers. All of them creative. Every single one of them, including me, but I'm married to a C, so it brought my left brain into gear and 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 balance me a little bit. So if you are that person, don't be ashamed of your creativity, but no, you do, do need detail. You do need um, administrative. And it will hurt, and it kind of like stifles you a little bit. It's the biggest tension in our home between Scott and I. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to warn you. I'm giving you my dream and vision. Don't ask me how it's going to function yet. I don't know yet, okay? But I just want to tell you what I see and just say, Okay, and then when I'm ready for his detailedness, then, then he, he comes in and does that. Sometimes it doesn't go that smooth. And so, um, because I want it to go faster, <laughs> and um, details take, a ta- take, take time. So you're going to ask for help, and you're going to get into action. You're going to set a deadline. That's how you get into action. If you don't set a deadline, you won't do it. You won't do it. Trust me. It won't get done, and then you're going to get frustrated, and then you're going to go back to square one. I'm not enough. (laughs) I'm terrible. I can't do this. I don't know why I even started. I shouldn't have started because I wasn't feeling like that over here. Okay, because you do that because if you just block it out, then you feel okay. But it really is hurting us as a body and as believers and and just our community. Look at our community, guys. Just, Just take a look at our community. We need strong leaders in our community. We really do. To, to bring prosperity and to bring the great things I know God's called to this soil, if I'm here, I'm going to do something. That's my new philosophy. If you're keeping me here, which I don't really want to be here, I'd rather be in Tennessee or Colorado. If you're keeping me here, then I'm going to do something here until I get called out, which probably won't, but if I do. So just get the attitude. You're here. Just do it. Do something. Just get passionate about something. Um, and know it is going to change the people in your community, the people around you. And so you're going to get into action. you got to set a deadline. got to set a deadline. And here's what we don't do ever. I don't because I'm a D. I move from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, and I forget to celebrate. And, guys, we've got to celebrate. We have to celebrate. Michael uh, Clark came up and hugged me, and the enemy was actually talking to me during worship, and I had to rebuke him. I'm like, get off my back. Stop talking to me, because every time I speak, happens. Every time. He brings up all my wrongs. He brings up all my shortcomings. He brings up everything. He accuses me of things I didn't even think about, literally. And so I was like up there kind of beating myself up, and she comes up, and I and um, she just hugs me and starts crying, and she said, thank you for believing in me when I didn't believe in myself. And I said to her, I said, don't you dare forget where you came from. 
Because what we do is we don't celebrate the successes. We just look at where we are now, and we, in our eyes, we're terrible most of the time. We're just not enough. We didn't do a good enough job. You know, our kids aren't well educated or whatever. So we just beat ourselves up. You have to remember the victories that you had. You have to celebrate the victories, and you have to remember them. And those are your faith stones. That's your faith stones. That's what gets you to the next thing in your life because it's happened once. God will do it again. So we have to celebrate that. I don't know how you celebrate. I don't know. Reward yourself is another thing I do for myself. If I'm going to exercise for a a month, I'm going to buy myself a new exercise outfit. I don't care what makes you function. Do what you, do what helps you function. Uh, if 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 it's not if you want your house cleaned and you want to, you know, you just really would love for Michelle Hughes. This is a big advertisement for you, Michelle. If you'd really like Michelle Hughes to come in and clean your house, then why don't you set a goal that you're going to do something and save the money and do it. Reward yourself. Okay. Yes, it is God's glory, absolutely. But it's okay to reward yourself here, on earth. Yeah, because it's for his glory. And it's his and I really believe, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say, is I really believe we're called to bring kingdom down. How many years have we been saying this? Heaven down. There is a kingdom heaven that lives on earth. And I refuse to not run my business like it. Okay, so I am seeking and I am searching and I'm going to conferences and I'm gonna learn how to do it because there's not a business in town that's got it right. I'm sorry, there's not. And we have got to learn it. And so if we don't do this silly, what we feel like is kind of silly, we can't. Our heads are cluttered. We have no margin in our life to even think about what God has for us. And I know we're all, it's uncomfortable. Because trust me, I didn't really want to do this, but God gave me the grace to do it. So he's going to give you the grace to do it too. He will match your effort. I know he will. And he'll go above and beyond. So, In the big, huge scheme of things, if we are going to bring heaven to earth, we have got to get a little bit of order. And it doesn't have to be so suffocating that we still can't have fun. Do you hear me? I personalities. Okay? We will still have fun. It will just bring so much freedom in your life, guys. We are struggling. We are. I am. Ask my husband how many times I cried. Ask how ask Austin and Kyla how many and they're like, You've been crying? I'm like, Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. And Austin is a feel, feeler, so when he comes up to me, he's like, You're stressed. I don't think I've seen you this stressed. I'm like, get out of my face. And so it it, you know, you can't only hide so much. And so he starts giving me remedies that he's learning in class. I'm like, I don't need your remedies, but thank you. And it and it's it, but God will give you those, those solutions and those remedies for sure. Okay? You trust me. So who's in? Awesome. Awesome. So do you have someone in mind that you're going to ask for help? Did you write her down? Him down? Them down? Do you need multiple people? I did. I did. I still do. Okay. So as long as you've written that down, I think that that will give you a good sounding board. As g- a good plan. Um, get your plan together, set a deadline, and then um, put it into action. And I know God's going to give you some mental creative space, and that's what we're intended for. So I'm just going to pray, if that's okay.
and um, and then uh, uh, something new. Lord, thank you so much um, for this time today. I just ask God that you would give us new skills, that you would give us new new passions about things that sometimes just feel like it's overwhelming and, and bogging down. And, I, and especially in this season, Lord, I ask for your peace to come over us. And God, once things, those things that are once, were once important, help them to be very dissatisfying to us. The things that are not of you, but what is of you, God, bring them to our hearts. Resurface those dreams in the name of Jesus. God, wake us up. Help us to know that it is the season. We're going to go with Jeff's vision, Lord, and even though it doesn't feel like it's the season, we're going to say yes, because you said it was the season. It never feels right. But God, overcome that. Overcome us basing our lives on feelings. It's okay to have emotions and feelings, but it's not okay for let them dictate how we go about doing our lives. And so, God, I just ask, Lord, that you would just help us to do your will so that this community is saved and rebirthed. I thank you, Jesus, for this soil. I thank you, God, that you have primed the pump. We're just not on the cusp of this. We're in the middle of this, and it is going to happen. And so God is going to take effort from us, and discipline does hurt for a little time, but it does harvest peace and righteousness and freedom in our brains to, to hear your voice and to hear your visions and to have the capacity to walk them out. God, if we're going to say yes to something, help us to delegate the rest of it or to say no to it and get help. I just ask, God, that you would place a deadline in each one of our hearts, God, and that you would move us forward. Keep us moving forward, Lord. Help us to have a vision that drives us and gets up, uh, us up in the morning at 6 a.m. and gets a plan down and walks that plan out. Help us, Lord, to be different because it's going to take different. It's going to take different than, than the things that we have done in the past to, to change our circumstances. So help us to be different. Help us to be disciplined. And, Lord, help us to always do it for your glory. We love you, Lord, and we trust you that you're going to show us what we need to walk this thing out and to bring heaven on earth. Lord, help us to never do it in our will. Help us to always run the things we're doing like heaven says. We thank you, Lord, for your, um, for your guidance and your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen.